You're listening to Short Inspirations from Ralph. I can't get no satisfaction. Part 2. I mentioned in the last episode one of the Rolling Stones' greatest hits, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, and how this resonated with many, many people, millions of people, because yeah, that's them, that's what they're saying. There's another song out by one of the most popular groups, you could argue of all time, The Beatles, and it's called Nowhere Man, came out on their Rubber Soul album, and in verse 1, it depicts a man who is a real nowhere man. He's a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere land, making all his nowhere plans for nobody. Doesn't have a point of view, knows not where he's going to. And then they say this, isn't he a bit like you and me? And the chorus is, nowhere man, please listen. You don't know what you're missing. Nowhere man, the world is at your command. Again, this song had huge radio play and popularity. And I suggested in the last episode that when we live a very shallow life and we try and fill the gap, try and satisfy ourselves with temporary measures, relationships, money, stuff in our lives, then it doesn't quite work. It might work for a little while. We get distracted, but then our soul is not satisfied. So the question here is, how do we pursue a satisfied soul? How do you and I pursue soul satisfaction? Here's a number of observations. Firstly, we start with this. We must acknowledge and confess our chronic dissatisfaction. The prophet Habakkuk writes about the craving of the soul never satisfied and talking about a puffed up person, desires that are not right, going here, going there, never at rest. And to be honest, there's a real paradox of the soul. You see, the soul is incapable of satisfying itself, but it's also incapable of living without satisfaction. You were made for soul satisfaction, but you'll only ever find it in your creator, the God, because the soul craves to be secure. The soul craves to be loved. It craves to be significant. And we find these only in God, in the form that can satisfy us. That's why the psalmist says to God, because your love is better than life, my soul will be satisfied as with the richest of foods. So you'll find this theme, satisfaction, appetite, all over the Bible. The soul craves because it's meant for God. The psalmist also says, O my soul, find rest in God. The second point in finding satisfaction is to practice surrendering my need to always get what I think I want. I'll say it again, surrendering my need to always get what I think I want. And the reason for this is what Jesus says. It's a part of the paradox of the soul. If I aim at a life of pleasing myself, I will actually go on the pathway to destroying my soul. Whereas if I place 
honouring God above pleasing myself, then my soul can find true satisfaction. And these are the incredible words that he says. He says, for whoever wants to save their soul will lose it. But whoever loses their soul for me and the gospel will save it. Wow. In other words, I will never achieve satisfaction if I make the goal of my life achieving satisfaction. This is so profound and yet so true. King David said in Psalm 131, Lord, my heart is meek before you. I don't consider myself better than others. I'm content to not pursue matters that are over my head, such as your complex mysteries and wonders that I'm not yet ready to understand. Here it is. I am humbled and quieted in your presence, like a contented child who rests on its mother's lap. I'm your resting child, and my soul is content in you. O people of God, your time has come to quietly trust, waiting upon the Lord now and forever. God bless you.